Hello and welcome to Fibber McGee and Molly from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. The Johnson Wax Program. Presenting Marion and Jim Jordan as Fibber McGee and Molly. Ted Weems and his orchestra open the show with You Can't Have Everything. Some women spend hours trying to keep their kitchen linoleum clean, yet their floors never look bright and attractive. Other women have discovered the easy, modern way of keeping their linoleum shining. These smart housekeepers don't spend their valuable time at the unpleasant task of floor scrubbing. They protect their floors with Johnson's self-polishing glow coat so dirt can't get at them. Scuffing feet can never make them dull and shabby. Glow coat puts new sparkle and life into linoleum that has seen better days. And this transformation is accomplished in a few minutes' time without rubbing or buffing. If you want to save yourself hours of cleaning work and have floors that stay beautiful as new, buy Glow Coat from your dealer tomorrow. Look for the attractive yellow can with the lettering G-L-O hyphen C-O-A-T. Johnson's self-polishing Glow Coat. Fibber has a great idea. Being a newspaper man at heart, he thinks, he has several surefire plans to increase the circulation of the Wistful Vista Gazette. And here, about to invade the managing editor's office with his colossal ideas, we find Fibber McGee and Molly. McGee, for the last time, will you forget this wild idea and go home? You don't know anything about running a newspaper. Shucks, what of it? The outside viewpoint I'm bringing them. Most outside viewpoints ought to be left outside. Yeah. They track up the house. Yeah. You just wait and see. Hi, sis. Managing editor in? Yes, sir, but he's awful busy. Well, he'll be busier when I get through talking to him. Who shall I say is calling? Opportunity, sis. Tell him that the new tire for his wheel of fortune has just rolled into the office. 
Yeah, and all blown up, too. <laughs> well, I'm afraid I can't tell him that. What is the name? McGee, sis. Pepper McGee. Who are you with? I'm with my wife, Molly McGee. How do you do, I'm sure? Oh, no, no, sir. No, I meant with what firm? With the firm intention of increasing the circulation of this paper by no, at least... No, no, no. I mean, what company are you with? Oh, Johnson's Wax Dealer, you remember? Oh, oh, I see. Well, what did you wish to consult the manager and editor about? Well, I got an idea that'll increase his circulation by thousands. Just call him on the phone and tell him that. Yes, sir. <laughs> You're the fourth today. <clears throat> Hello. Hello, 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 Mr. Rapper Case. Say, the fourth screwball just come in. Shall I take my base? <laughs> Heavenly days, what impudence. Listen here, sis, what's the What did I... you say, Mr. Rapper Case? Really? You're not kidding. Okay. You, um, you may go in, sir. Hmm. I thought so. And listen, sis, put that magazine down and tend to business. Go comb your hair and get some of the makeup off your face. Don't wear such flashy clothes here in the office. Hey, who are you? What do you mean? I don't work for you. Well, the day ain't over yet. <laughs> come on, Molly. Hey, don't slam that door so hard when you come in here. Well, I done that on purpose, bud, because this moment marks a turning point in your life as a newspaper man. There aren't any turning points in America round. Sit down. What's on your mind? No, no, no. Don't move those papers. Sit over there. Now then, what was it you want? Well, me husband thinks he has a great idea to stimulate the circulation. Let me tell him, Molly. Listen, mister, uh, what was your name again, bud? Uppercase. Edward C. Uppercase. Oh. Well, listen, Ed, I got an idea... Don't call me Ed. Don't call you Ed. Okay, Uppy. <laughs> my name is Fibber McGee. This is my wife, Molly. Molly, meet Ed Uppercase, my new chief. I'm not your new chief. <laughs> That's what you think, Uppy. Have a cigar. No, I've got a cigar. You got two? Thanks. Listen, hand me them scissors a minute, Molly. Here you are, McGee. Thanks. See, see what's the idea of cutting my telephone wires? You've got to... Take it easy, Ed. Take it easy. I just don't want to be disturbed for a few minutes. Now, look. What would you give if I could increase the circulation of your newspaper by 50,000 in two weeks' time? There aren't that many people in this town. Well, when they see your newspaper, they'll move here. You must be going to print it on gold leaf. Listen, here's what you got to do, Chief. Just quit without... calling me Chief. Do I look like an Indian? <laughs> oh, but your face will be pretty red if you don't take advantage of this proposition. Now, look. First, the front page makeup is all wrong. Uh, People are tired of black and white. In this day and age, you got to use color. Print your headlines in purple and red and green. Well, well... And another thing. Print the top half of the page upside down you... so people across the aisle in the streetcar don't bust their necks trying to read the other guy's paper. Why are you... There's twice your present number of readers right there. It's the same number of papers, though. No, no, the idea is that once you started reading, they'll go buy a paper to read the bottom half. Sure. Am I right, dearie? Exactly, Mrs. McGee. Now comes the prize idea, Ed. Do you mind if I call you Ed? Yes. Okay. <laughs> now comes the real flash, Uppy. Look at your want ad page. Want ads are the lifeblood of a newspaper. Now, what I do is this. Print your want ads on rubber sheets that can be blown up with air, you see? That way, people looking for jobs can use them for pillows while sitting on a park bench. Okay. Excuse me, Mr. Uppercase. We tried to call you on the phone, but it seems to be out of order. Yes, yes, yes. What is it, Fluffburgo? Well, the makeup room wants to know where to place the picture of Vanderbilt's yacht. They say it's too big for the roto page. Why, that's easy, Fluff, old pup. 
Tell them to take in the main sheet and shorten the gif. Put it on page three opposite the ad for Johnson's Wax. Entitle it, The Winner in Any Sale. You may go. I, uh, okay. Now then, uh, what were we talking about? Blowing up the want ads for pillows. Blowing up the want ads for pillows? Why, that's ridiculous, Ed. That's why you ain't any further in this business. Why, how'd you ever think of such a dumb stunt as that? Why, you'd be the laughing stock. That wasn't my idea. That was yours. Oh, it was. Well, what's the idea of stealing all my ideas? No wonder all my brain children wind up in orphan asylum. Why, say... It's enough. I've heard all I wanted. Fine. When do I go to work? Who's using that desk right over there? You move over there, and I'll sit right where you are. We'll tear down that partition, and we'll put in a projection room for newsreels. Keep quiet. Keep quiet, Molly. Ed's got an idea at last. Speak right up, Ed. Maybe it won't be worth anything, but I'll give you credit for trying. Will you pipe down a minute? Certainly, Ed. Glad to be interrupted any time if you really got something. But never, never come to me with any half-baked... Shut items. up, will you? Ah, now you're really showing the newspaper man's spirit, Uppy. What is it? If it's practical, I'll see what Heavenly can... days, McGee. Let the man talk. Okay. I want to be fair, uppercase. Speak right up. Listen. What do you know about newspaper work? Uppy, my son, I know practically everything about newspaper work. I started at the bottom. And worked down. And worked... <laughs> I started out as a newsboy in Chicago, Ed, when I was just a kid. Loud Lung McGee, I was known as in them days. <laughs> Loud Lung McGee, the limber-legged leader of the lads in the loop, literally laying out loads of the latest line of type literature, loafing around with life, liberty, and look, and the most lovable little larrikin from Labrador to Louisiana. <laughs> I've got a job for you in our circulation department. Oh, splendid. What did I tell you, Molly? I can work right in this office, Ed. Oh, now, don't say anything. You won't be in my way a bit. I'll just take... You won't be in the office much. Fluffburgle. Hey, Fluffburgle, come here. Yes, sir. This is Fibber McGee, new man in our circulation department. Start him out, and I'll talk to you about it in a few minutes. Yes, sir. Uh, uh, Come on, Mr. McGee. Okay, come on, Molly. Oh, yes. And, Ed... Yes? Now that we're working together, I wish you wouldn't smoke them awful stogies. They're terrible. And while I'm out, call the music desk. Tell Editor Weems to get up a special musical article by Elmo Tanner and call it Wild Rose.
landed a position with the Wistful Vista Gazette. His new job is to help increase the circulation of the paper. And you can't say he isn't trying. Listen. Paper here! Extra paper here! Get your evening paper! Paper! Hey, uh, give me the latest edition. Here's four cents. Well, the paper's only three cents, bud. You got anything smaller? No, it's the smallest I got. Well, pay me tomorrow. <laughs> paper! Extra paper here! Panic reigns as drums bop on drums bip on. Read all about the war in Spain. How about you, sis? Evening paper? No, thank you. I get all my news over the radio. Oh, yeah, but can you fold up your radio and swap flies with it? <laughs> no, and I can't get a good looking repairman to come up and fix my evening paper either. <laughs> paper! Extra paper here. Read all about it. Baseball scores. Red Sox lose their garters. Tigers win by a whisker. Well, Cincinnati Reds defeat Cubs 27 to 48. Heavenly days, McGee. What on earth are you doing? I thought you got a job as circulation manager. I did, Molly. I'm circulation manager on this corner. Well, it's ridiculous. A grown man like you selling newspapers. Give them right back to the boy and come home. I, I can't. Why not? I'm the boy. <laughs> well, what do people think when they see you standing here with an arm full of papers? What'll I tell me friends? Tell them to come over here and get their evening paper. <laughs> paper! What's the paper here? British offer Palestine to Germany. What's the... <laughs> Sports, drama, financial news, paper... Pardon me, boy. What did the market do today? Kind of fluctuated, bud. Rails are just riding along. Steel had a heavy lift and textile took it on the chintz. What you interested in particular? Amalgamated pen and pencil. Pencil broke off two points short, bud. <laughs> Buy a paper and read all about it. There you are. Thank you. Oh, McGee, why don't you quit this silly business? It isn't dignified. Well, shucks, what of it? Did Gypsy Rose Lee get where she did by dignity? Boys, news boys. What does the paper say about the weather? Clear and sunny, sis. Buy a paper? No, thank you. Why should I? <laughs> And hold it over your hat in case it rains. We ain't infallible. <laughs> paper! Extra paper here! What's the... All right, Mug. Here's the fresh editions. How many papers you want? Don't want any, bud. I ain't sold these yet. Go on. You gotta take some. These are the late editions. Oh, no, I don't gotta. Why, do you realize, bud, that them papers render these papers obsolete? Oh, a smart guy, huh? huh? They told me there was a wise guy in this corner, but we know how to treat wise guys. Now, you leave me husband alone, you big lugan. <laughs> Listen, bud. Now, now, let's be reasonable about this. Now, all of us men working for the Wistful Vista Gazette has got to realize that we are the visible representatives of this paper. Yep. People judge the publication by the way we conduct ourselves in public. Yeah, yeah. Now, if you'd only come up to me, if you'd only come up to me quiet-like and say, good day, fellow cohort. Just how many of our new edition do you think you can dispose Hey, what is this? You gonna take a hundred papers, or do I slug you? <laughs> can you make it a hundred and fifty, bud? <laughs> That's better. Okay, boys. Come on, let's get going. <laughs> you see me bluff him out, Molly? <laughs> Made him give me a hundred and fifty papers I can't sell. Paper here, paper, read all about the crisis in Europe. Communists, fascists, 
royalists. And the communist trouble with floors is scuffing and scratching. And the fascist remedy is Johnson's Wax, the royalist treatment your floor's ever got. Hi, Hi folks. Hello, Mr. Wilcox. Hi, folks. Say, does that newspaper have any new ideas on reducing? I'm getting a little heavy. Well, uh, read about the Hollywood method on page 7, Miss Wilcox. What's the Hollywood method? Well, you drop a bunch of playing cards on the floor and pick them up one at a time without bending your knees. Yeah, see? but uh, don't do what one actor did out there, Harpo. What'd he do? Well, he laid down a bunch of cards, but he forgot he was vulnerable and backed into an electric fan. <laughs> oh, all right, all right. I ask a sensible question and what do I do? Paper here, folks. Get your evening papers here. Paper. Hey, Molly. Look at the headlines on the front page here. What's it say? First National Bank held up today in a $75,000 holdup. Oh. Robber's supposed to be still in the neighborhood. A $1,000 reward. Hot dog, a $1,000 reward for him, too. Mike. Well, it doesn't affect us. Go ahead and sell your papers, newsboy. Oh, okay. Extra paper, all about the big bank robbery. Oh, I, 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 I beg your pardon, old chap, but uh, do these papers have all the sports results? Oh, absolutely, bud, and I'm glad to see you're interested in sports. Used to be quite an athlete in college myself. Uh, what were you, McGee? Second shake on the part cheesy team? <laughs> no, sir. I was the left needle on the knitting team for Yale. <laughs> Never forget the year we played Harvard. It was in the last few minutes of the third ham. <laughs> we, we had four bastings to go before the whistle. <laughs> I say, uh, did you sew it up, old fellow? <laughs> Listen, bud. The grandstands were deathly still. All of a sudden, old Charlie Hook who was playing right crochet, give me the signal and snapped me the thimble. <laughs> With the right and left bobbins running interference for me, I dashed across the 40-thread line, the 30-thread line, 20, 15. Every needle's eye was on me as I wove across the 10-thread line using all my strategy, embroidery, needlepoint, tucks and pleats. When all of a sudden, all of a sudden... What happened, Needle? I dropped a stitch. <laughs> oh, my word. A, a bit of a bloomer, what? Uh, uh, but uh, did you say your newspapers have all the sports results, old tomato? <laughs> uh, you bet you, old parsnip. <laughs> Horse races, dog races, boat races, bike races. Uh, cricket? Huh? Cricket. Cricket. <laughs> Heard of turtle races, but crickets. <laughs> Which cricket was you betting on, bud? I bet he had five dollars on his antenna. <laughs> oh, I, I say, old boy, you you don't grasp the batting idea, you know. Uh, cricket ball is sporting, real. It is. <laughs> what do you use for jockeys, bud? Houseflies. <laughs> They keep their feet in the chirps. <laughs> oh, 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 I, I, I say, I, I believe I grasp the joke, old chap. <laughs> you think cricket's a jolly old insect, what? <laughs> and you can't saddle a valley bug, what? <laughs> oh, I say that's frightfully humorous, really. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we were wrong, McGee. I don't know. Kind of an absent-minded guy, wasn't he? Half of his spectacles gone, and he never even noticed it. Oh. That was a monocle, dearie. Oh. Paper here, extra, read all about the big bank robbery, all the latest news on sports, fashions, and love. Paper, Luxray, paper. Here, boy, give me a paper. It's got all the bank robbery stuff in it? Yes, sir, it has. Does it, uh... Does it give a description of the robber? You betcha, bud. Here, have a copy. 
Thanks, but I only got big bills. Oh, that's all right. You can open an account. Sure. Just give us the name of your bank and three personal references, bud. We'll look you up and get you today's newspaper within 30 days. Oh. Let me take one. I'll pay you tomorrow. Pull your hat up and your collar down so as I can see your face, bud. Otherwise, I won't remember who to be. I'll remind you. Give me a paper. McGee, darling, give the man a fresh edition. They're over here behind the stand. No, they ain't. They're over wrong. here, dearie. What's the matter, Mom? He's got a gun in his pocket. Huh? And he's interested in the robbery. Huh? And he's only got big bills, and he don't want us to see his face. Huh? Now, what does that add up to, McGee? Hot dog. The robber. And a thousand bucks reward. You hold him here while I run for the cops. Oh, no. No, you don't. Leave me alone with the criminal. Hey, where's my paper, you? Oh, coming right up, bud. Listen, Molly, I got an idea. There's a manhole in the sidewalk right behind him. You sneak around and lift it up, and I'll shove him in the oh, manhole. Oh, no, McGee, I couldn't. Come on. Well, all right. Remember that thousand bucks. Now act natural. Be nonchalant like me. Here's your paper, bud. <laughs> Fresh out of stock. What's the matter with you? You're shaking like a leaf. I'm just vibrating with health, bud. <laughs> All right, McGee. Okay. I'm sorry, bud. Down you go. Hey, what's yes. the idea? Wrap the cover on. Quick, Molly. Quick. Help me. Yeah. Hot dog, we got him. We got him. <laughs> <laughs> That's clamping the iron hat on him, ain't it, Molly? Well, come on, Molly. Let's beat it to the police station. I can just see them headlines now. McGee does it again. I kissed a stranger in the dark Last night I played the stranger in the dark I don't know quite how it happened I didn't accept or decline I only know that it happened her shadow got mixed up with mine And her eyes were like the beacon in the dark My heart began to weaken in the dark Strangely confused and excited her kisses ignited a spark And love said how the stranger in the Confused and excited, her kisses ignited a spark, and love said, How do stranger in the dark? That was Perry Como singing Strangers in the Dark. And now, do you know that every time you take your car out into the bright sunshine, the ultraviolet rays of the sun get in their injurious work on the paint job? 
Now, if you polish your car with Johnson's Auto Wax and Cleaner, you will protect it from sun and rain, dust and road film. Buy Johnson's Auto Wax and Cleaner from your regular Johnson's Wax dealer, auto supply store, garage, or filling station. Right around the corner, like Prosperity used to be. When I say Prosperity, I mean that thousand bucks. Oh, sorry, bud. Hurry, Molly. I'm hurrying as fast as I can, McGee. I'm going to take back enough cops to play crack the whip with that guy clear back to the sewer. Hey, I hope he can't lift that manhole cover off and get out. Oh, dear. Well, here we are, McGee. Oh, boy. Here's the station here. Hi, Sarge. I'm Fibber McGee of the Whistle Vista Gazette. I want about three squads of police. Hey, where's she? We want some policemen in a hurry. No, sir. Us policemen never worry about anything. We didn't say they did. Listen, we caught a bank robber and we got him penned up in a sewer. He had it pinned up to his what? No, a robber. A bank robber. Say, Detective Clancy just caught a bank robber. Got him upstairs now. Caught him hiding in the sewer. What? He what? What's the matter, you deep? Can't bet it, Sarge. I'm the guy that caught that robber. Hey, what's she? I said, oh, skip it. Where is this Detective Clancy? Oh, no, nothing fancy. Just a plain old police station, Johnny. No, no, me husband wants to claim the reward. The reward. A Ford, eh? How do you like it? Got a Buick myself. Come on, Molly, we're wasting time. This guy Clancy will hog that reward if we don't put in a claim. Where'd he say, upstairs? Yes, and hurry, McGee. Okay. If you wasn't in front of me, I could hurry faster. You ain't composed entirely of green lights, you know. One side there, kid. Hmm? I says, one side there. We're in a hurry. In a hurry for what? Now, that's neither here nor there. Just get out of the way. Well, gee, if it isn't here or there, where is it? It's it. Dad, rat it, sis. Move, will you? This is big stuff we're working on. Hmm? Please, sis, please. Will you let us get by? We're in a rush. Gee, I'll say you are. Dad, read it, will you? What's a little girl like you hanging around a police station for, anyhow? If, if you get out of the way, I'll give you a lollipop. That doesn't interest me, I bet you. <laughs> I got a better offer from my daddy. He's going to give me a hundred lollipops, he says. <laughs> hundred lollipops? That's kind of a big order, sis. Sure. But he's going to get some big money. A thousand dollars, I bet you. A thousand? Hey, who is your old... Who is your father? Detective Clancy. He caught a dandy bank robber, too. He says he caught three pickpockets, but they were too small, and he threw them back. <laughs> but he says he's going to keep Let it go, sis. Let it go. Skip it. Come on, Molly. Oh, I hope we're in time. Well, here we are, McGee. Which door did he say? First or second? Oh, he didn't say. He just says upstairs. We'll try this one. Hey, look. Look, Molly. Look at the room full of policemen. All right now, boys. Here's lesson number two. Repeat after me. Pull over there. Where do you think you're going? Pull over there. Where do you think you're going? <laughs> fine now, fine. A little nastier on this one. Now then, after me. All right, you. Where's the fire? All right, you. Where's the fire? <laughs> School for rookie cops. Here we are, Molly. This must be it. Hey, 
Has the reward been paid yet? What reward, mister? The reward for catching the bank robber. Oh, no, but Detective Clancy will be getting a check in the morning. He caught him hiding in a sewer. Well, listen here, Chief. I'm the guy that's really entitled to that reward. Yeah, why? Because I'm the guy that pushed the robber into the sewer. <laughs> yeah, I heard about that. Well? But that wasn't the robber you pushed in. What? That was Clancy. That's awesome. <laughs> Perhaps you hesitate to believe all the glowing statements you've heard about Johnson's self-polishing glow coat. Then we suggest that you make this easy test to find out for yourself just what glow coat can really do for your kitchen linoleum. Put a little of this remarkable liquid polish on only one section of your linoleum. See how much brighter and fresher that one section looks. Then, as the days go by, notice how much cleaner the floor is where it's protected with glow coat. This is because glow coat tightly seals the pores and cracks. Shuts out dirt and stains. Keeps linoleum from becoming worn and dull. Make a fair test with Glow Coat. Discover the new beauty it gives to your floors and the work it saves you. We believe that ever after, you'll be an enthusiastic user. Then you'll buy Glow Coat in the larger, money-saving sizes. I still think that was a dirty trick, Molly, giving Clancy that reward when it was me that shoved the guy down the manhole. Oh, well, what can you do about it? Well, I know what I can do. That the police department is going to get sued. Yeah, and you'll be the sewer. Yes, I... <laughs> Good night. Good night, all. This is Harlow Wilcox, speaking for the makers of Johnson's Wax at Racine, Wisconsin, and inviting you all to be with us again next Monday night at the same time. Good night. Among the musical selections presented on this program was your own Kern's Wild Rose, and you can't have everything from the show of the same name. This is the Red Network of the National Broadcasting Company. This is station WMAQ, Chicago. We invite you to listen to the Hour of Charm.